Hi, this is Sean McAdam of MassLive.com and co-host of the Fenway Rundown podcast. We'd like to let you know about another terrific podcast that's available, Ion Foxborough. In this week's episode, Karen Garigian talks with Patriots long snapper Joe Cardona about this weekend's Army-Navy game at Gillette. Give it a listen and download it wherever you get your podcasts. This is Eye on Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Welcome to Mass Live's Eye on Foxborough podcast. I'm Patriots columnist Karen Garigian. And I'm pleased to welcome Patriots long snapper and two-time Super Bowl champion Joe Cardona. Joe is also a Naval Academy graduate and a lieutenant in the Naval Reserves. With the Army-Navy game on tap, it's an honor to have Joe on as a guest. Hi, Joe. Hey, Karen. Thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, the chance to talk a little Army-Navy. Yeah. Um, Tell me... uh, I know you were four and zero. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, in your in your games against Army, tell me how this rivalry is different. Is it is it kind of like the ultimate respect rivalry in your mind? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, you know this this rivalry is definitely different because I think it's the one game that everybody who watches has a vested interest in it. You know, it's, uh, I, I've talked to so many teammates that, uh, that were at, you know, Ohio state, Michigan, Alabama, Auburn. Um, you know, you hear about these great rivalries, um, you know, but I've just kind of always known uh, that the interaction I had on the field against army um, and, and meeting those guys then, um, but also having met them, you know, when our, when our paths cross in uniform, uh, there's always this, this level of respect, uh, that's owed to each other. Um, it's, it's just different. I, I, um, it, it's just different. And it's one of those things that, like I said, everybody who watches every American who, who tunes in has a vested interest in, in the game. Yeah. I, I believe firmly believe it, it transcends sport in a way, you know, between, not just the game, but kind of what goes on or uh, on around the game, before the game, after the game. I just think it's it's special uh, unto itself. And I, I'm wondering, obviously, as I mentioned, you've played in four games. I'm sure you've spectated uh, countless others. Um, does it hit you when you're playing or on the field or on the sideline or some point? During the game, the outreach you have, how many millions of people are watching and gaining in, inspiration? I mean, do you feel that during the game or at some point before or after? I think when it comes to the outreach and just that awareness of what the game means to those that are watching, um, the there are moments – I, I think, you know, whenever you get games that bring out the president, vice president, um, you know, the all the 
service chiefs and admirals and generals like yeah like i'd say getting those big big time individuals around uh it means something um but i i look at the moments uh when they show units and uh units that are deployed uh or or ships that are operating somewhere where they can't even disclose the location but they got a video feed of uh you know a a a room where everybody gets to watch and you know you get to see these sailors or soldiers or marines tuned in um and watching intently and taking a lot of pride you know whether they were academy grads or not um it's just because they they're in the army or the navy or the marine corps and they and they share an interest in the game and knowing that you know there were folks in kuwait or you know when i was playing in afghanistan djibouti Japan, Korea, um, Germany, all over the world watching, that's when you know there's a real outreach there. And uh, there's a lot of soldiers and sailors that are that are watching closely. Have you watched a game, whether, you know, you were on a ship or something or are deployed somewhere with the Navy? No, I, I've been... For every Army Navy game since graduating, I've been, uh, you know, it's middle of the season for us uh, in Foxborough. So there's only actually one game I've been to as a spectator um, since graduating, and that was two years ago, and it just fell on our bye week. So I was able to go. But um, I've had so many friends, you know, they either they talk about those kind of special moments um, when they are deployed that they get to take a step back and and watch a football game, whether it's, you know, one of our games in the pros or it's an army Navy game. It's, it's always a, a nice rest. For someone who's involved in the game, what's the week lead up like, uh, or does it extend beyond a week? Yeah. Uh, so usually both teams have a bye week before the game because it's the biggest game on our calendar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having had this perspective uh, from, you know, uh, playing with the Pats, it's like a Super Bowl week. You um, you have this, you have two weeks of preparation. Your, you know, sole focus is on that one opponent. Um, they know you inside and out. You know them inside and out. Uh, you know, the preparation is, is heavy. We called it Army Camp. And uh, it's pretty, you know, when and now we got all these uh fancy uniforms but back back in the day we just it was you know just straight gold helmets for us and the army helmets are actually the same just gold helmets but with a black stripe so all the scout team guys got their uh you know their piece of electrical tape down the center of their helmets so you had your you, half the team was wearing look like army out there every day so it was a an intense practice an intense an intensity that like, you know, I, I can only compare to how we prepare um, in the NFL as far as that goes. <laughs> I have a, a friend who's in the army named Phil Dowd, and I'll have to ask him if, if they wear your Navy helmets the week before or, or do anything like that. Um, you know, what, what was it like for you your first time after that week lead up? And again, knowing the significance of the game, what was the feeling your first time walking on the field and, and getting ready 
for the actual game to take place? Oh, my first Army Navy game was surreal. I I think back to it because, you know, I was a before I went to the Naval Academy, I was a Navy football fan. I mean, I grew up in a Navy household. Um, we we loved watching Navy football, and my dad, you know, ever since I can remember, turned in tuned on to the Army Navy game. And um, it wasn't he wasn't a Naval Academy graduate or anything. He just wanted to share that passion of Navy football. So I think back to that first game running on the field. It was at a it was in Landover at FedEx. Um, actually, the, the Patriots played there the next day um so that was like 2011 uh but honestly it was it was a cold day in december exactly how you want an army navy game um the president was there you see him you saw him sitting in the army section and in the navy section he switched sides at halftime so you're like it was one of these things where you're just like i i have no idea the, the reach of this, I'm just a, a plebe football player. Uh, that's what we call our freshman there at Navy. And I'm just trying to keep my head above water in the classroom. And then I go out here and it's this mo- the most intense rivalry. You got all these flyovers. You got, I mean, it is a spectacle unto its own. And um, it was it was extremely special. I was, I was happy to be able to have family there. And my dad was there. So it was really cool. Was it the same feeling your last one four years later and what was that like knowing it was going to be your last last time you know physically in the game in the rivalry yeah you know I think that's one of those things you don't realize um you know that intensity that that you have there because you know your senior year at the academy you're you've gotten your service selection, you've, uh, you know, you're still preparing for, for finals. You're still doing all those things that keep you so busy there, but there's not a ton of time for reflection, but I look back, um, and I, and I look at my teammates that, you know, this, this was, we had our four years, um, of playing in those army Navy games. And those are by far the biggest games we'll, we'll have ever played in. Um, so it's a it's a when when I think back to what my senior year was, you know, I think a lot of us were out there trying not to lose get lose the streak against Army because um, I think we were at you know fourteen years or something crazy like that, um, which probably caused us to play a little tense. But at the same time, uh, it was just one of those things where you're out there with your your best friends in the world. Um, and you're kind of you're willing to put it all on the line, and um, there's no question there. I know Coach Belichick's dad, Steve, was heavily involved uh, with the Navy at Annapolis, and Coach Belichick has been as well. Is it something you either have chatted with him about or can talk with him about? Uh, you know that connection. Yeah, absolutely. There's. I mean, there's no question uh, Navy football is uh, Coach Belichick's uh, college team. I I know he's got, you know, his coaching tree extends far into college football. And, you know, everybody knows uh, the connections between him and Coach Saban and, you know, various programs around college football. But I 
can say with 100% certainty that I know um, Coach Belichick's a Navy football fan. And um, when it comes down to it, his his family's had such a big impact on Navy football for all the years that Coach Steve Belichick coached Navy football. Um, I mean, he's he coached every single one of my mentors to put it, to put it simply, everybody who's um, brought me up uh, as a, as you know, the, the Navy football players that had gone before me, um, you know, coach Steve Belichick had an impact on their development. And, um, you know, I, and we've, I've been able to chat with uh, coach uh, Bill, uh, you know, a good, a good amount about Navy football throughout the, my time here. Um, but you know, I think there's no question who is uh, who his college team is. Uh, yes. And then, you know, he spent a lot of time in that program. So we, we definitely take a lot of pride in, in, in our Annapolis ties. You know, because the game is in Foxborough uh, on Saturday, if someone is seeing this for the first time, seeing this game for the first time live, um, what – what should they be looking for or what's going to stand out? What's going to be different watching this college game than any other? Yeah. I, um, I think there's a few perspectives that I think we can give there. Um, one, I, I think this is really college football at its purest. Um, when we think about, you know, all the, all that, it's the college football world has become with NIL and the transfer portal and all this stuff that's kind of polluted a little bit of college football. Um, this is just as pure as it gets, you know, a bunch of young men on the field um, who are willing to, to do anything for their teammates um, represent their institution. Well, and uh and and put it all on the line for each other um and i think that there's another perspective that i've learned from my time in the nfl is that this is as close and i don't want to say this it's not as close skill wise just with different you know levels of player and what whatnot but this is the closest to an nfl game that i think college football gets in a lot of ways because the teams actually know each other so well they are so evenly matched because they pull from the same group of recruits that this is one of those rare college football games where it's played on individual matchups. It's played on, you know, the, that situational football, everything's important because the teams are so evenly matched and they know each other so well and have those two weeks to prepare. So I'd say as a casual football fan, I appreciate that these kids are willing to go out there and put all on the line for each other and for you watching at home, but also as a, a, a real football fan, as an intense football fan, know that this is about as good as college football can actually get. Tell me about, I, I think it happened, I've, if I'm reading things correctly, uh, after the game, both the Army and Navy sing each other's fight songs. Is that correct? Or how did, how does that play out? Yeah, so both the schools have their um, alma maters, uh, and you know, after every single game we play, no matter where we play it, um, you know, we sing our alma mater. Uh, ours is the Navy Blue and Gold. Um, I think the Army's. I think 
West Point's is called the core or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I should know that. Um, but we don't learn much about the other side other than, you know, go Navy, beat Army. That's our, that we, they don't want to, they don't want us knowing too much about West Point. But when, you know, it's the end of the game, you know, you hear constantly, oh, you want to sing second, you want to sing second because the first one, the first, the you go over to, you know, right after the game, you go over to the losing side, um, you know, and the the student body and the and the players will sing their uh, their alma mater, um, you know, and it's a solemn like, you know, it's it's you you can feel. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because it's like you can feel how proud of the institution, how proud the student body is of their players that put it all out there. Um, the disappointment uh, in those players and and how bad it hurts. Um, but then right after it's this elation as the winning team runs over their student body and it's this magic moment. So um, yeah, it's a, it, I'd say that's a pretty special thing there that happens after the game. Yeah. So people shouldn't be running to the exits <laughs> right away. Absolutely not. Um. Is there also something before the game, an exchange, so a prisoner exchange or something in that line? <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, there's the, uh, yeah, the prisoner exchange is all the, um, all the students that are, uh, that are exchange students, you know, because every year there's a few West Point cadets that switch places with a few Annapolis midshipmen uh and uh for you know the entire semester and usually they're done with their finals by the end of it uh when army navy comes around so it's really hey you're finally done being a prisoner at west point now you gotta come back home to annapolis kind of deal um and i think a lot of the west point uh cadets that were in annapolis are a little sad as they go back to their side but um you know, I, I, I'm sure they're happy to see their friends. Are there a lot of, I guess I've heard there's like generals expected to come, high ranking type of officials from both sides on hand along with, I mean, obviously you can't get higher than the president, but are there a lot of top ranking Navy people, you know, that are able to attend this game? Oh yeah, this is uh, a who's who of uh, our um our department of defense and and national defense it is uh i mean it i think the bulk of it is a lot of them are alumni uh you know of the service academies and they're coming back but uh there's a lot of uh what we call it brass uh on the sidelines and in the stands um so if you're a i'd say if you're a, a lowly lieutenant like me walking around um, there's going to be a lot more, uh, high ranking individuals in your vicinity. So, uh, I know I'll be, I'll be watching myself, uh, to make sure that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm greeting everybody the right way, but, uh, yeah, definitely expect, um, you know, kind of a who's who of individuals and I expect Boston to come out. I, I, I think it's a really, really special thing and, and a perfect game for this city. How many, ticket requests have you have you gotten 
That's a good question. Um, I would uh, defer to our uh, our 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 Patriots ticket services team uh, there, and I have, um, but they've been super accommodating of my friends and everybody. But yeah, it's been it's been busy. I got a lot of requests. Uh, you know, people pulling me right and left before the game, after the game. So I'm I'm honestly I, I have my parents in town. Um, and I'm excited to to share it with my family. And, uh, I mean, it's that, that's, that's going to be the focus for me. I'm not a, I, but I'm excited to see a lot of friends up, up here. You drew a little bit of a parallel to a Super Bowl. Is that experience? Obviously you've played in a couple is, is the experience of that, or you talked about the, the week, uh, bi-week lead up. Is it similar at all? uh mindset wise or is that a completely different animal oh it's i think it's the most comparable uh the two most comparable games there are um you know everybody will say their college rivalry is big but first of all army navy is the only game on tv on saturday and it's the same way in you know for the super bowl you're the only you're the only show on um you know the you know the world's watching you because everybody wants to tune in uh to watch football um so you have the build up you know you're the only game you're the only show on tv and then on top of that you know how many people in the world are watching you you know the sailors and marines around the world are watching you um and then also that end end result, the elation at the end. And I can tell you, I actually had a few moments after Super Bowls, um, you know, where I think to myself, I'm like, I don't know, maybe maybe Army Navy was bigger than this, but um, <laughs> it's a totally different spectacle, a totally different event. Um, maybe I'll defer to Roger Staubach on this one. I think he said he was more nervous for his first Army Navy game. Than he was for any Super Bowl, so I can I can probably say that's probably true. I was I was extremely nervous as a as a nineteen year old getting ready to play Army Navy. Do you get rings for for winning the Army Navy game? <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, you get uh you so we play for the Commanders and Chiefs Trophy, Commander Chief Trophy, which is um a split trophy between us Army and Air Force. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole, you know, if. Both if all teams are two if one team's two and oh, they get it. If or three and oh, I guess. Um no, it'd be two and oh. Uh but then there's the tie break, you know, if teams are one and one, uh the the team that won it last retains it or so I had two commanders and chiefs trophy wins. Um so in one year we played for it there army had beat air force and we'd beat air force and they had the trophy on the field and that was an exciting one because you knew it was like all or nothing you know winner's going to take the trophy home and uh you know go to the white house and get the rings and there that that whole deal so uh yeah you get the rings um this year i know army beat air force we lost air force so Army's playing for it. Um, and if they, but if Navy wins, it stays in Colorado Springs, which I think is more disappointing than anything. So how many White House trips have you had between both? Uh, I've had three total, three total. So two as a, uh, 
two two in college, which was nice because we were right there in Annapolis. Um, but then one here uh, with the Pats, and um, you know, totally do, totally different experiences, but uh, but super comparable too. Um, just in you know, hey, I've I've been here, I've done this before, kind of deal. But it was they're both. Uh, it's always special when you get to get to do that. How many different presidents have you met? Uh, on those trips, it was, it was two between Obama and Trump. Um, but when you talk about, I mean, we had George W. Bush in in the in the locker room randomly before a uh, before a game while I was at Navy. Um, you know, and uh, so I've I've gotten to meet quite a few just through through my my time at the academy and through football uh you know i think you you when you really look at it i think the presidents have always kind of taken a, a notice of of army navy oh, i met Biden. i met joe biden at uh my graduation so i guess that counts i'm sure i'm sure he's been to his fair share of army navy games as well so um yeah i've i've, I've got i've been very fortunate mm-hmm. Well, I think it's great that it's happening here. It's happening at Gillette Stadium uh, this coming Saturday. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll have a great time, win or lose, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's my my perspective's changed a bit since I've been a uh, since I was a player in it. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up with all my old friends from Navy, but uh, a few friends that are uh, West Pointers as well. So. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a good time no matter what. That's great. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you uh, taking the time uh, for the Ion Foxborough podcast. Thanks, Karen. This has been Ion Foxborough, brought to you by Mass Live.